It's quitting time, quitting time. Highlights people who make things happen here in the lakes area. And right now, sitting across from me, someone with a, an amazing beard. It is Dan Hench. He is a woodworker with Dan's wood shop. I don't want to say that wrong because I'm kind of famous for saying people's businesses wrong. So Dan's wood shop and I met him at the, I don't know what it was called at the Northern Pacific Center, the arts? Off the rails. Off the rails. It was kind of an arts expo. It took up the entire Northern Pacific Center's, you know, center where they do things like this. And Dan was making fun of me because he had this this game where you try and get this ring onto a hook. Yep, it's I call it the Minnesota ring toss game. <laughs> yes, and it's so it's addicting, but it's impossible. I couldn't figure it out. So Dan came out and he's telling me how to do it, <laughs> and I still couldn't get it, you know, figure it out. But I said, hey, you got to join me on quitting time. So, so excited to have you here today. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm. Thankful to be here. Yeah. Thanks for the invite. Yes, and uh, a nice wintry, snowy drive here today. Yes, it, w <laughs> it was a nice, slow <laughs> right. drive to get down here. Traffic-y. Yes. Yeah, with our snowstorm we had last night and everything. And you said this was your first podcast, which is so exciting. Yes, it is. It is. I'm a little nervous. Okay. Well, hopefully it won't be your last. I hope that we can have you on a few times. That's Absolutely. Mm -hmm. cool. Absolutely. So please tell me about what you do. I do woodworking, hence the name Dan's Woodshop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, what I mostly enjoy doing is building canoe paddles. They're finished to be used, but most people hang them up in cabins in their house for art. I reluctantly call myself a, a artist. I just enjoy making the paddles. It's kind of a, something that I started back in uh, 2021 and made my first one and uh, have evolved and change the style quite a bit and uh, that's what I enjoy doing. I do make some other games, make some custom pieces for people as well and uh, I make a different cribbage boards and a couple of different games as well. It's hard to miss your booth. While you're walking around, there's a lot of clothes, candles, earrings, earrings, jewelry, yes. Yeah, yep. cute things, cute yep. things and I think, you know, I'm happy with that but I am looking for stuff that I'm interested in at these kind of events. So it just caught my eye, and you don't just have canoe paddles. They are designed and gorgeous, and you have all these different ones lined up. So it's Thank really you. a cool thing you got going on. It is. I enjoy coming up with the different patterns. I you know, just recently came up with a new one that I just started making. I have about five or six different styles that I really enjoy making, and it's, it's always fun to see people's reactions when they look at them. So we get mm -hmm. a lot of, man, those are gorgeous. I could never use them. Right. <laughs> right. And you're like, well, buy one and hang it up. <laughs> exactly. Like I, that's why I sell the hangers to hang them up. Cool. And so what got you into this? You were kind of telling me before we were recording, but what got you into this whole thing? So I had rotator cuff surgery in November of 2020. I ended up having to basically take time off of work off my real job and I watch a lot of YouTube. I've always watched a lot of YouTube since it came out and then once the mobile devices, being able to watch it on your phone, then it's kind of a addiction that you can watch it. I've um, always been kind of handy, built stuff around the house and I saw a guy making a canoe paddle. I'm like, 
I got to remember that. So when I get full use of both my arms again, I want to make some. So I started making some canoe paddles, started posting them on Instagram and Facebook and started having people contact me. It's like, are those for sale? I'm like, yeah, what, <laughs> what would you pay for it? And, you know, just kind of started off that way and then figured that I was selling enough stuff. I better start a business. So then I started doing the business and uh, kind of got into it that way. And that's pretty much it. So you were scheming right off the bat during recovery. I did. I may have jumped the gun a little bit and started a little before I should have sure. in the middle of physical therapy. But I started just making them and really liked it. So then I just kind of kept going and kept going. And now I'm over 250 plus paddles that I've made so far. Unreal. In the last two years. Yeah, just under two years. Oh yep. my god! It'll be two crazy. years in, in April. Unreal. So here's the thing. I see woodworking videos on my YouTube, TikTok, whatever, mm -hmm. and I just keep going because I, I can't do it. Yep. Or at least I'm not maybe where you were at the time. How did you know you could do this? I didn't know that I could do oh, it, okay. and that's what made it interesting is trying to figure it out. Um, and I'm still figuring out and still figuring out process changes um, and stuff like that. I didn't know that I could do it. Um, everybody asked, you know, did my family do a lot of woodworking? No, um, not really. In fact, I took one, work, one woodworking class. It would have been when I was probably in seventh or eighth grade, and I was deathly afraid of all the machines because they were big commercial machines. I was young, they were loud, and I didn't like them. So I never foresaw myself getting into doing woodworking. Right. I love that though, that's so inspiring. Not that you were scared. I don't yeah. like that you were scared, <laughs> but the fact that you didn't think you were qualified, obviously you didn't start doing it as a business right away. No. But still the fact that you jumped into even just a new hobby that's that skilled is very inspiring for people who like me keep scrolling. So that is so cool to see that you started there and now you're actually selling things. What is kind of the main way that you get these sold? Is it mainly events? I think last year I only did four different events. As I said, I do have a full-time job during the summertime and it's a 50 plus hour a week job. It's tough to find time to do work during the summertime. So I did four shows and sold quite a few through there. I also have a few businesses in the area that I sell product through those businesses. I do sell some through my um, Instagram and Facebook. I post pictures of it and people contact me and, and ask me how much. I don't have a Etsy store or any of those things set up yet. Don't have a website set up yet, but just contact me through, through Facebook and Instagram, primarily besides the shows, how I sell my product. What stores would those be in the area? I have Squirrely Mama over in Cross Lake, Victual over in Crosby, Northworth Studio in Nisswa, Minnesota Traders in Pequot, the Lifehouse Coffee Shop up in Pine River, Walker Bay Coffee up in Walker, Second Home in Hackensack. I believe that's it. I hope I didn't leave anybody out. Wow, so you're in a ton of places right yeah. now. Who are your role models? I think I kind of have different role models for different parts of my life. My dad is definitely a role model. He had his own painting business for since he was young. So he worked really hard to give us what we needed. I would have to say probably biggest role model for me in just how 
to live life was my grandma. She had a big influence on the church that I grew up in. She passed away when I was on a missions trip um, mm. in Ecuador. One of the guys on the missions trip got a call from his wife. My wife called her and said, tell him that Dan needs to call home. So I called home and found out that my grandma had passed away. And then I talked to my parents and my parents were like, don't come back. Your grandma would want you to stay there. She basically had lived her life for the Lord. Basically, she lived her life how I want to live mine. She started the nursery program at our church. Everybody, I never heard anybody call her by her first name. They always called her Grandma Hench. And she made apple butter. After her funeral, the pastor that was talking basically said that he thought he was special because he got apple butter and he had people like raise their hands on who got it. And I would have to say there was well over 100 plus people that got apple butter from her. It was something that she gave willingly and didn't want anything in return. Kind of a role model to how I want to live my life. Oh, that's so cool. What church? That was at Calvary Baptist Church down in uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, um, where I grew up. Oh. Um, so. Okay. That is so cool. And uh, that's cool that your pastor did that. I remember growing up, we always got apple butter from her, several jars of it every year. So. Oh, cool. So I make a Minnesota ring toss game that's similar to some of the other ones. What makes mine unique, it's in the shape of Minnesota. I can customize it uh, with my laser um, to say pretty much anything on it. I have a few ones that I just kind of bring to shows to kind of show what I can do. One of them has a bunch of different Minnesota sayings, like the Yasher, you betcha, Duck, Duck, Gray Duck, pretty okay. much almost all the Minnesota sayings on it. And that's probably the biggest seller that I have of that style. And then I do a tabletop uh, ring toss game, which is basically a little bit more competitive, a little bit more of a speed game. And then I make a cribbage board where it's got storage inside it. So it's a, basically a couple pieces of maple and walnut that I use put magnets in it to hold it together all the cards and the pegs store inside it so it makes it easy to store away and also makes it easy to uh, carry take with you started making some little bottle openers as well and make some soap dishes as well for all the little bit more of the gourmet type soaps um, to make them last a little bit longer sure so that's primarily what I do. I'll do custom pieces. People ask me. I've made a, a couple of tables, I've made some like bar stools and stuff like that. Primarily my wheelhouse is kind of the products that I sell, but I'm willing to try pretty much making anything. And speaking of bottle openers, I just got to, obviously no one can see this, but you made a Quentin Time bottle opener. I did. I should have talked about this right away, but this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. It says Dan's Woodshop on the back. It's this wooden laser engraved. It has the Quentin Time logo, and it's a bottle opener and a magnet on the back. It is yep. so sweet, which thank you for this, by the way. You're welcome. So I, I'll post this on Facebook. If Whoever's listening, check out the Power Loon Facebook. You have to see this thing. It is so cool. Just to see the kind of things that you're up to in yep. terms of personalized stuff. It's so cool. Absolutely. So where do you see this going, I should ask? Because obviously you've stumbled into this in a very beautiful way. Mm -hmm. Like it's the best kind of tripping into something. You yes. know what I mean? Yep. I'm hoping at some point in time, you know, it may become my full-time job. Turned 50 last year and body's not getting any younger. I do irrigation during the summertime. It's a heavy 
physical job. So I don't know how many more years I can do that for. I'll stick with it as long as I can or unless the, the wood shop takes over. So I enjoy, I work for uh, Rainbow Lawns Irrigation out of Pequot and I uh, really enjoy working for him, enjoy the boss and the, all the guys that I work with. But at some point in time, I would like to maybe make a go at doing this full time. What is something that a lot of people don't understand about woodworking? I know you've kind of, your message to people is it's not as hard as you think. Correct. It isn't as hard as you think. One thing you also have to know, wood moves. During wintertime, it shrinks. During the summertime, it expands. High moisture, if it gets wet, it's gonna expand. If it's cool and dry, it's gonna shrink. Even though it's minimal, it does move. So, you know, you build something that's completely flat and sometimes it doesn't matter what you do, at some point in time, it's gonna get a little bit of warp to it. It's gonna get a little bit of twist to it. So that's one thing, it's a natural product. Wood will do what it wants to do. Yeah, okay. So it's not, the wood isn't working with you. <laughs> You're working with the wood. Correct, correct, okay. yep. And then what advice would you have for someone who maybe wants to, they have a, a product idea and they don't know what steps to take? Get started. I mean, first of all, get started. The process to start a business is fairly simple, fairly easy, but get started and then also get in touch and get tied into the community. There's a lot of people out there. Like for me with the woodworking community, it's more of community over competition. It's a, hey, what can I do for you or what can you do for me? Um, is there something that I can make for you that you can't do? Is there something that you can make for me that I can't do? There's that, it just make connections out there. Um, one of the places that, that I kind of made a connection with as well, Lockstead Rolling Pins. We made a connection and I make some Lefsa sticks for him that, uh, that he sells. So that was kind of a connection that we made and we also met um, at an event. So it's nice making those contacts and it's also that you're not just building contact, you're also building friendships with these people. I love the idea of community over competition. Mm -hmm. You have canoe paddles, yes. you have bottle openers, you have, oh no, no, I'm gonna- The ring toss games. The ring toss games. The cribbage board. Cribbage boards, we mm -hmm. can't forget that one. The list goes on and on. Where can people find you online and I won't make you go through the list of all the places, yep. but. Um, pretty much it's just a, two places. is uh, Instagram, it's uh, dans.woodshop um, on Instagram. You can also look me up on Facebook under Dan's Woodshop. Those are pretty much the two places that you can find me. And I'm based out of Pequot. I don't know if I said that. So if you notice on the Dan's Woodshop logo, the last O is a bobber to represent the... <laughs> to represent um, Pequot Lakes up there. So. Sweet, I didn't notice that. That is awesome, okay. Well, you're just an incredibly humble person with what you do and you're doing something awesome right now. So I commend you for that, that is phenomenal. Thank you. I appreciate you coming in to yeah. talk about your business. It was enjoyable, I, yes. I enjoyed being here. Awesome, and uh, good luck getting home, I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.